Welcome, welcome to another episode, episode dos or two. Um, we are so excited. We have a guest, King Ant or Antonis Prime with us. We also have Faith and Kalasha in the building. So we're going to have so much fun. This one is going to be one for the books. Get ready, y'all. We glowing up. We glowing up, y'all. <laughs> we glowing up, yeah. Now I watch the seed that I planted go from a rose and the green and slowly evolve to a star and bloom into a planet. Never fear for her future's too hard to manage cause the disregard for life in this world can't understand it. I'm thinking they don't care or maybe they don't know if we keep going and this rave is soon we'll have no place to go on this planet to escape the harsh storm that's sure to come like what else they gonna take. We already scraped the crumbs so tell me what is a father to do not for the sake of my youngest but for my oldest daughter too. challenges right now being an african-american um and just simply being a millennial or gen z just because there's just so many challenges going on right now i mean how do you guys feel about politics how do you guys feel about you know the systems at play i know that i share very deeply that i don't believe in politics i believe that it's um just a a system that was put into place built by people who did not value who i was as a person and did not even put into position changes or room for changes when I would become a person because um and I share this a little bit I'll share this a little bit later on in our um discussion but you didn't consider what I would need in this system and 
now that the system is has been in place and has continued to be in place and has not evolved um you know i still don't necessarily believe that my vote counts but how do you guys feel about it well i've never been big on politics i've never really been interested in politics and so now when you put it in that perspective i sit and i think okay well that's probably exactly why i've never had any interest or like desire to be involved in politics or really learn like you know about it in school and stuff like that like it's never been anything that has ever sparked my interest so I feel like that's probably exactly why yeah um, on my end I feel like at this point it's like it's something that we can't get rid of because it's important in our sense for order I feel like it would definitely cause disorder if it was like something that we decided not to participate in anymore but I also feel like, yeah, I haven't really been like that into politics. Like, I know, I tell myself all the time, like, especially during this election, that I should be watching videos and, like, looking into stuff, reading into, and reading into facts and stuff like that. Um, because a lot of times they don't really tell us how important it is, you know, and how our opinion matters. Like, they just say, oh, well, this state gets this amount of voice, this, this amount of votes, and this state can have this much pull. But we don't really understand how individually we can make that change, how we can teeter the scale. Um, so, yeah, when we learned in class, they didn't really go into that detail. And I feel like that's why we don't, under, like, a lot of people don't vote or they just really don't have, like, no care. They just go for whatever party that they think they are and then just run with it. And I feel like there definitely needs to be some sense of, like, education on the importance of the matter and how each person's, like, vote matters and what what difference it could make Mm. and and i feel you i feel like the only the only way that we could actually see is if everybody chose not to vote which of course will never happen but um i think if everybody chose to say okay this is not what i want and i talked about i'll talk about this a little bit later in the episode but you know in those primary elections there are specific candidates that get favorable uh, promotion. And the thing is, is how much money you can contribute to advertisement, how much money you can put towards, you know, um, gaining the support, then that's what gets you in the running. And then we get stuck with whoever was able to do that. And I feel like it's just not fair, but, um, I don't want to stay on this too much because I definitely want to get your opinion, King Ant, and then um, I want to get some fun in, okay? So let's go ahead and play Would You Rather? apocalypse you know i feel like i would be good underground in the tree i feel like 
I mean, what support is it really giving you? Like, <laughs> all right, I can dig it. Um, all right, Faith, would you rather have to eat only meat for the rest of your life or only bread for the rest of your life? Um, definitely meat because, um, I like carbs, I'm not really that big of a fan of them, so I try to stay away from them. And I feel like meat, you have more of a variety to choose from, and you can do different things with it. So, meat it is. I feel that. Um, okay, Kalisha, would you rather have to walk around naked or have to wear like a huge parka all the time. You can never take it off. Not even in the summertime. <laughs> oh I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I guess walk around naked. I mean, it would be normalized if we didn't wear clothes. So, <laughs> it's not that out of the ordinary. There's nudist com- you know, communities around the world. <laughs> so you were just showing a nudist community. <laughs> okay. Um, Faith, would you rather have to wear high heels every single day? I think I already said yes. <laughs> I was gonna say or go barefoot. I can let it slide. You know, I, but I just feel like, 
go like I don't know. Some people just go a little crazy with the foot fetishes, like like they want the whole foot in their mouth. Yeah, like it's a little weird. Like they go a little overboard <laughs> with it. So if he got one flaw, he can't do it. <laughs> That's what you said. I don't know. I really feel like it's all in how they do it, and you know, like what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So if he's like real subtle with it, it's nothing too extreme, then okay, I feel like it, I can let that slide. I see, I see. I'm like, but he's okay. trying to suck all over your whole. <laughs> put, put food on it. And <laughs> like, I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay, so for me, I would say like, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not something that I'm interested in, but I'd be okay with that. Like my biggest worries about getting with somebody is like finding out that they had dentures in like a weird sexual way like you know in the middle (laughs) in the middle of him wanting to suck on my toes he pull out his teeth and be like let me put these to the side Like, if you gumming my t- my feet and I didn't know you had dentures, like, that would be something for me that I'd be like, okay, maybe this is not going to work out. Right, and maybe he has dentures because he didn't lick on so many feet that his teeth have been We're not going to put it on that, man. We're going to say that he had some kind of, you know, disorder or something, but... <laughs> Uh, what you think um, you said? You getting your you getting your, te- your feet sunk? I mean, for somebody who's had their show with somebody else before. Oh my goodness! I would just like to say, I mean, it, it happened like with two different people. With two different people. Yeah. Lord yeah, I mean, Jesus, your toes I mean, got bodies. I mean, it just it just so happened to be in the same position. I mean, just like I feel like maybe during sex it's okay, but just like like you know, someone was sitting on the side of the pool, like I don't know, I can't. Don't shove your fingers in my mouth. 
Like, I'm over here. I'm trying to do a whole lot of stuff, okay? I'm twisting, I'm turning, I'm up and I'm down. I'm trying to do all of that. And then... (laughs) Exactly. And then on top of that, you want to take your dirty, I mean, dirty, salty-tasting fingers and stick that in my mouth? Are you serious? Exactly. Like, how do I know that your hands are top-notch? They like, never clean. They're never clean. You have a little bit of dirt on your fingernails or something. Like, mm. well, you know, I can't, I can't believe you speak up this loud. I'm going to plead the fifth. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know. Mean, you like it? No, I don't, I don't prefer people speaking in my mouth, but I can't say that I have a mind in it. Oh. Okay, well... <laughs> See, sometimes you need to sometimes you need to just let people plead the fifth, okay? Because right. <laughs> otherwise, I never, I never got a negative response from it, so I think guys think a little bit differently on that. But also, our hands are always cleaner. Like when I don't know about y'all, but I have a pre-sex ritual. Right, I have a pre-sex ritual, and even if even if I come over your house to do that, like to chill. I've already been in the shower. I've already shaved. I've already prepared myself for the possibility. I know, not to, <laughs> not to put my, okay. but I'm saying, should that ever have happened? I don't necessarily like that because I don't like the feeling of just random appendages being sucked on. But should that ever happen? You can take solace in knowing that I've prepared for every situation that could have taken place tonight. Okay, whether it be that we just fall asleep talking in the corner or if we fall asleep on top of each other. I've prepared for that. So I feel like men are not the same. And this is how I know. I Have y'all ever been to a dude's house or on your way to a dude's house? And you tell them, like, I'm 15 minutes away or I'm 10 minutes away. And they say, all right, I'm going to hop in the shower. That's too late. That is too late. You did not prepare for me. If you're just going to hop in the shower when I told you I'm 15 minutes away. And I have a real question. Like, do guys, like, wash their balls? Because I just really think that it's, it's something about the balls. I think that they wash them, but they don't shave them. I think it's that they don't shave them, and so the hair creates a smell. Because. But once again, once again, it goes back to: Did you prepare for me to come? Or did you just know I was going to accept you the way that you was? Exactly. Except your pretty balls. <laughs> Want me to put my mouth on them? That's why I feel like we are expected. Oh, so much. Doing so much. So, so much. <laughs> um, don't you love how all of our conversations always go back to sex? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, on that note, you guys, uh, we're going to keep blowing up. King Ant is going to be up next, and we're going to hear from him and hear his heart. And um, all right, y'all, let's move on. Hey, everybody. Um, We are 
back and I've got a very special guest with me today. He is a performer of all sorts, a comedian, and I've personally experienced uh, his level of comedy. I think that you guys are going to enjoy him, but most of all, he's like a really thought-provoking rapper, and um, his name is Anthony, but we can call him King Antimus, Antimus Prime, um, King Ant, it's up to you, but I really want you guys to um, kind of hear his heart today, and um, hopefully take a time to see what he's about. He's from North Carolina. So, you know, we support our own. And um, let's go ahead and jump in. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful about yourself. Awesome. I'm doing pretty good myself. Um, so, I'm so excited to have you on. I've actually been wanting to have you on for uh, ooh, a little bit over a week now. Um, I literally just found you on Instagram and was like, I need to have this person on my podcast. Because a lot of... Um, the music that I was listening to, a lot of your uh, lyrics, um, is very politically driven, and it talks about, you know, the climate of today, and it's kind of like the conversations that we should be having, but we don't have them, so, um, yeah, I'm just really excited to have you on, um, and so, yeah, um, we can talk a little bit more about your music and where you're going in a little bit. But I like to always break the ice with a little bit of fun. Um, so we're going to play a game. All right. <laughs> and the game is Would You Rather. Okay, so um, would you rather have to live in solitude for the rest of your life, but everything, your every whim and need be taken care of? Or would you rather have to struggle in a community environment and have to fight for everything, but you have every person that you've ever met and ever loved um, surrounding you? Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) That is the most outstanding question. Like, I was thinking it was going to be something crazy. Like, would you rather? while you think about it um okay. i would much rather uh definitely be in 
a community environment. I feel like I'm very community driven, very outgoing. I love people. Um, and so I'd rather struggle every day of my life and be surrounded by all the people that I care about than to have every one of my needs met because simply all of my needs would not be met if it weren't for people. I feel like that's why we're on this earth. And if I weren't able to be around people, it would drive me crazy. That is a very beautiful point because a lot of the things that we accomplish, well, just about everything that we accomplish to an extent and learn comes from the experiences with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just never know when just a, a, a conversation with someone that you don't know will leave you with a jewel. So, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what's your choice? You got to pick one or two. Okay, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go with struggle because struggle may not be there because I'm, I'm struggling now. <laughs> so, I mean, might as well struggle around other people. Exactly. It's always going to be a struggle. Life was never meant to be easy, but I believe that it was meant to be worth it. So that was a clip of Price of Freedom. Definitely um, let me know what you think. I really want to hear um, your thoughts about it. I mean, he's got some dope music. Um, and pretty soon we're going to give uh, some social media information, SoundCloud information, so you guys can look him up for yourself. But jumping back in, um, I definitely want to ask you, like, what made you start writing in such a raw political way well um when i first started rapping i started rapping like in middle school 
And the way we were rapping, we weren't making songs. We would just write and we would memorize them and then we would kind of have like ciphers. Mm. But uh, the thing is, it was really just all about impressing people, like letting people, you know, hear that, yo, you're not just the average rapper. Like there's a reason why they should be listening to what you say. But there was very little truth in it. But when I got older, I kind of got into the streets and I started, you know, hustling, selling drugs and people still wanted to hear me rap because I was still like hustling in the streets with one of the people that I learned how to rap with, one of my school friends. And when I got out of the streets, I was like, yo, I really want to say something that is true to who I am. So I reconfigured my whole style and just started to look deeper in myself and started to really find a way to describe life as opposed to describing the grotesque ways in which I wanted to shoot, kill, and sell drugs. Mm-hmm. So, so I just kind of just went about it in a different way. And I, I didn't have a producer. So all I could do was listen to YouTube. And I went and found one of my favorite producers from North Carolina. Well, one of my favorite producers in general, and that's Knife Wonder. And I just started writing to his music, to his, his music that he had put out on YouTube. And I had a whole project, and I met my producer now, PB Beats, and my mentor. He's my mentor and my producer, and I started recording that project, and that turned into recording production that he made for me. He made price of, he made all of my music that you're gonna hear. Mm, wonderful. I mean, and and it's so funny because your story like is so synonymous to mine. Um, it's really just like people people driven you know if i hadn't met these people then i wouldn't have been here if i hadn't have done this then i wouldn't have been there um as many of my listeners know i used to compete um vocal in vocal competitions and like if i hadn't met these people then i wouldn't have gotten this training and if i hadn't uh, you know went to this school i wouldn't have met these people that are so instrumental you know in um my music and at this point i you know i I write for fun. It's not for it's not for anybody. Um, but I definitely feel like to be able to write your world and to be able to communicate your world in an art form is such a huge gift. And I don't think people realize that. Um, it's, it's so freeing to be able to communicate some of your most intimate thoughts in music form or in any kind of art form. I noticed that, you know, I'm not I'm not really into politics. Like I said, I, I consider myself a hippie. I do not dabble in the in politics because I don't believe in the system. And I've shared this with you guys before. I don't believe in the system. And so um, that's why I don't I don't fight it, because I don't think that there's anything to be able to be fought. But I will say this much. I noticed that um, you take a lot of stances on on the gram. (laughs) Um, So what would be your... I understand you're not exactly happy with our president, uh, which a lot of people aren't. What would be your ideal president? Like, what are you looking for 2020 or in the future? Man. And also, I have to be honest, like, um, Price of Freedom was written some years ago. Mm. Like, cause notice when I started, I was like, yesterday I was losing like Mitt Romney on the edge of a cliff, like the economy. That was around the time when Obama and Mitt Romney were running. Mm. So that's how old that song is. Yeah. So honestly, I don't believe in, I 
don't I don't I don't believe in democracy. Mm-hmm. I genuinely think that it's the elections. It's just an, uh, a plot to keep us believing in we have a choice. Mm. It's so uh, funny you say that because that's exactly why I don't believe in the system. But keep going, yeah. But I find myself still find myself still voting for the sake of when it comes to arguing for those who don't have that level of intellect. If I tell them I didn't vote, then they'll argue with me on the level of intellect that they have and be like, oh, well, you didn't vote, so you, you're part of the problem. No, no, no. Your ignorance is really part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And thinking that a country that, for one, did not want us only helped us to get into politics to manipulate our sheer numbers. They use our numbers to their advantage. The Democratic Party manipulates us. They don't care nothing for us. They show up every four years with a, hey, we love y'all niggas. And then when you get our vote, it's okay, we'll see y'all niggas later. Mm-hmm. And I'm I, I, sorry that I used the end bomb. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I completely, I, I completely agree. Um, and if, if anyone asks me, I do not vote. I purposefully do not vote. I just, I vote, the last time I voted was 2008. Um... And it it sickened me because I felt like, and I know a lot of people love Obama, and I think that he, he did a lot of great stuff for our culture just to be able to tell our children that this is possible. However, I did not feel like he was what I wanted for a president. And I didn't feel like our choices were really what I wanted for a president. Um, and this is me. Fresh out of high school, freshman in college, not really knowing, you know, much about the world, economy, all these different things. But I just knew that I had an idea that politics was lies <laughs> and and deception. And the fact that we don't really know what an administration does until years after they're gone. It's like, how do we, how do we judge how good someone is if we don't find it out until they're already gone? And so, (laughs) so those are like, those are thoughts that I had as a um, young adolescent, (laughs) I would consider myself now. Now I feel like, you know, very strongly upon this. So I, I voted and I voted because my parents are, um, they wanted me to vote. They they believe in the, the system. My father is a ex-army pastor, and um, he has a lot of political um, thoughts. But for me, it just didn't make sense. So I voted. I didn't like my vote. I didn't like the way I felt when I voted. I didn't like how still uneasy and confused I was. And so I told myself that would be the last time that I would vote. And so far, it has been. Um... I know it's a weird stance to take because they, yeah, I get that a lot. You can't complain about how things are if you don't vote. You know, you didn't contribute to this. Well, I also can complain about the fact that if if I did vote, was was my vote counted? Did it matter? Did I matter in the state that I voted in? <laughs> you know, so many different factors that make it so complicated your one vote doesn't necessarily matter. You have to wonder, okay, what what state am I in? What amount of electoral votes does that state carry? 
what county am I in? (laughs) Where is my voice going to be most heard? And then will it even matter? Will my state even matter in the whole scheme of things? And so when you think about all these different factors, you know, people were, I remember people were like shocked at the last election. They were just like jaw dropped because they're like, everybody we knew said that we didn't want Trump and somehow, some way he still won. And I'm like, mm, kind of saw it coming because, <laughs> because it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Um, who, who likes you? It matters where you politic and where, what states you went over. And um, so anyways, I to bring this back full circle, I feel like um, my the hippie in me wants to affect change on in my oikos, in my circle of influence. And I feel like if everyone says I'm going to affect change in my circle of influence, that they would see way more than any president could give us. That's, that's a very profound perspective. Just I'm still dissecting all that you said because they they echo a lot of the, the feelings that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, for the longest we've been fed this, your vote matters. Okay, yes, they may calculate my vote, but stop giving me this false narrative that my vote is the defining factor. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's not okay to keep giving us that false narrative because that is just not the truth. I stood in line for hours. I've said it in one of my songs before. I stood in line for hours to to vote for a person that I didn't even appreciate. They considered us super predators. You know, I voted for Hillary. Mm-hmm. I am extremely not proud of that because I did not. She's a lot. She's not a bigger liar than Trump because Trump has literally outlied <laughs> Hillary. I can't believe this man. She lies. That woman is a liar. But he literally will get caught on camera saying something and then say he didn't say it. It's, like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, he he literally. I I don't believe it. I didn't say that. That didn't happen. <laughs> no fake news. Fake news. No no collusion. Like nobody even asked you about that. What are you talking about? Are yeah. You a stroke? But I'll tell you this much. He reminds me of almost every guy I've dated. So. <laughs> Dang. You dated yeah. I'm telling you. Like I've had people lie to me to my face. So it's like, wait a minute. I literally just watched you. You're trying to convince me that everything that I saw and everything that I heard what did not take place. I, I didn't actually cheat on you. Exactly. Didn't actually go in besides. Right. I'm telling you, it's crazy. But but yeah, I mean, that's how I felt, and that's why I didn't. I chose not to vote. I said this is where I draw the line because. Would I, in any other situation, would I would I look at two lemons on a on a car lot and say, well, you know what, that one's a little bit better. Let me go fill out a loan for that one. No, in any other situation in life, I'm not going to pick the best of the worst. I'm going to pick the best. And if the best isn't available, then I would I I wouldn't choose. I would go somewhere else. And so my thing is, is that if more people took the stance of saying, until we get quality people, we're not going to vote. We could literally topple the system. 
we could actually rebuild it the way because I do believe in democracy. I don't believe in democracy as it's presented to us. I don't believe in democracy as many things as it was created back when I wasn't supposed to even have a say as a black woman. <laughs> because it was it was always meant to be against the favor of a black individual and a woman. <laughs> and so how how can I believe in something that was built in a time where I did not have any value? I would have been strictly property. And not even good property. Uh, the idea, when you look at slavery, and of course, yes, I have West Indian um, roots, but I also do have Native American roots, and I also have African American roots. So I have ties to all of those things. And so when you think about the fact that my ancestor grandfather would have been sold and I would have come as a bonus. <laughs> like, it's like they didn't even put a price on us because it was just like, oh, yeah. And we'll throw in, we'll throw in for, you know, this one right here for your good times and pleasure. So I'm sorry if I don't believe in a system that was created to make me just simply less than an object because they would consider the men as objects as workhorses but they would consider the women as breeding grounds for more workhorses <laughs> so i mean that's just how i feel i don't believe i'm not racist i love i love every single individual and human that i come in contact with i love them till it hurts and I love them. I love the energy that I can draw from people. So I don't want it to get confused. I do not have any resentment or anything towards any other culture, especially the people of this day, because they did not choose to, to grow up in a world like this. They did not choose to be born in a world like this. This is what I'm talking about ages ago. My sister-in-law is white and my niece and nephew are mixed and I love them to death and I would not trade them for the world. But what I am saying is, is that there were a group of, a small group of individuals that spoke very loudly for the rest of the world. And those people created a system that was never meant to let us win. Okay, y'all, we could talk about this every single day, all day long, but I know we gotta go. So um, I just wanted to say, Goodbye. Thank you so much, King Ant, for popping in and showing us some love. Um, yes, it's been a pleasure, and I'm grateful, and this has been good. Um, ladies, do you have any final words? Uh, thanks for coming on the show, blessing us with your beautiful music, and, you know, hopefully we, we all grow up from here. That's, that's what it's about. It's always about growing up. So make sure you meditate today, spend some time, be kind to one another, love thyself, know thyself, and most of all, glow up. We glowing up. Yes.